Real Radio dumped him like a bad habit, and now he's broadcasting from his mom's basement. Mara, the meatloaf! Tommy Rage. You're listening to the Rage Record Review with Tommy Rage. What's up? This is Clamp with Seven Dust, and you're rocking out with my man Tommy Rage. Hi, this is Stephen Piercy from Rap, hanging out with Tommy Rage. Hey, this is Scott from Local H, and you are rocking out with Tommy Rage. Hey, what's up, guys? This is from Stephen, and you rocking out with Tommy Rage. Hey there, it's Mike Tran from the White Lion. You're listening to Tommy Rage. Hi, this is Joe Satriani. You're blazing the guitar, I'm blazing the guitar. Tommy's playing the kazoo. But you're listening to Tommy Rage. Thanks, Tommy. More Tommy Rage coming up. Don't say we didn't warn you. Hey, rock stars. Welcome to this week's edition of Rage Record Review. Your humble host here, Mr. Tommy Rage. The man who, when I was leaving work the other day, I saw a number just kind of walking around outside. Yeah, it, it, it turns out it was a Roman numeral. Oh, I am so sorry. So sorry, people. Get it? Roman wandering? Okay, never mind. Uh, A band that I've seen a number of times in concert, speaking of numbers, is Tesla. And Jeff Keith, the front man from the band, is going to be joining us this week. He's going to be talking about the band's brand new single called Cold Blue Steel and coming back to Wisconsin this summer. The band's going to be making several stops, and we're going to be talking about that, how much he loves playing the Midwest, being a, a a kid growing up in Oklahoma, now a Cali kid. And we're going to be talking about what it's like to write songs that sometimes you wish you really didn't actually record, which I, I find to be rather funny. I always wonder that about bands. But let's kick the show off. We're going to be playing many, many tunes, including the new single. Now, Jeff is going to be talking about the history of Tesla and what he personally did during COVID. Mr. Jeff Keith, welcome to the show, my friend. All right, thanks, Tommy. I appreciate that. It was a nice introduction. Thank you, my friend, and and we love having you on the show. Jeff, can you give them a little background? I'm a small-town boy in Northern California, moved to Oklahoma for six years, graduated high school, small town, back to Georgetown, drove a truck for seven years. So I'm not, the, I'm not your typical person that goes, I'm going to grow up and be a rock star. Oh, heck no. And I just happened to get an audition down in Sacramento with City Kid, and what I always tell people, that movie, that cartoon movie called Finding Nemo, you know where the turtles go, catch the drift, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I caught the drift, and I'm in City Kid, and then we changed our name to Tesla, and here we are 36 years later. Of course, our first record came out in 86, and then um, in 96, we broke up for four years, and in that time... That's when I started a band with Tommy Skeel, and we we named it Sofa King. But you just said it yourself. You said the Sofa Kings, and it was singular, and people call it plural, so we changed the name to Bar 7 and made made this little record. And then next you know, Tessa got back together in 2000, and we're still going strong. Yeah, you are, Jeff. I assume, and correct me if I'm wrong, that everyone was hunkered down during COVID. Do I have that right? Oh my gosh, hunkered down. I call, I refer to it as the bottom of the barrel dropped out around the world for the entertainment business. We were off for 18 months, a year and a half. 
How'd you how'd you deal with that personally? I mean, let us in, let us inside the mind of Jeff Key. What did you do to stay busy? I mean, are you the guy who likes to stay at home, or are you a busybody? No, I'm I mow my backyard with my riding mower. I got a you know I got an acre in the back, and so I like mowing my yard every week, um, and uh, riding dirt bikes. Um, you know, for the longest time, I didn't feel like writing, but me and Frank got together and started writing towards the end of that 18 months because people would think, you know, you got all this time off, you want to write, but because of the circumstances, I wasn't feeling inspired to write because I didn't know what to write about with this pandemic and stuff, you know? So I just did things like that, you know, like playing baseball with my son, throwing a football, doing stuff like that, going dirt bike rides. Uh, mowing the backyard and just getting some good quality family time, but it was under the circumstances because we were designed to travel the way we do and then come home and then travel and then come home. But when now shut down, it was, it was almost like, you know, you could we could all be there just going, gosh, what are we to do now? It doesn't have to be good. It just has to be loud. The numbers all go to 11. Look. Right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, and mostly 11, and then Amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10. You see, most most blokes are going to be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Oh, put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Tommy Rage. Coming up in just a little bit, we're going to talk about the song Modern Day Cowboy and how it still holds some importance with its message. And it really is true. This was one of the very first songs I absolutely fell in love with by Tesla off their debut album. It's Modern Day Cowboy here on Rage Record Review.
Jeff is now going to talk about that song, Modern Day Cowboy, and how it still holds a strong message even to this day in the band's brand new single, Cold Blue Steel. More now with Jeff Keith from Tesla. One of the band's earliest hits, uh, Modern Day Cowboy, has got kind of a, I don't want to say a political theme, but it's got something that even right about now, as the world sits, it kind of sits yeah. true, doesn't it? I mean, it still holds it still holds strength to modern times. You know what? I, I, I say, unfortunately, in a way of, yes, it's true, you know, and, and that's what the whole songs are. I know nothing about politics, but, you know, it started out like with the Western days, and then you get to the gangster days, and then you get to, you know, uh, nuclear missiles and stuff. So it's like, that's why it's titled Modern Day Cowboy, you know, because it's like, you know, these politicians and all these governments and all that can have all these high-powered weapons and stuff, and yeah, they're like modern-day cowboys. It's like back when they used to just carry a gun in a holster back in the 1800s and stuff, you know? Yeah, and, and what I find is that I was just listening to it the other day. We were giving it a spin, and it still has a lot to do with the, the European conflicts that are taking place, and I think that's something that young people should should really listen to because I think there's a strong message there, even though it wasn't really intended, was it? No, no, and you know, Cold Blue Steel um, was a song that Frank had a riff, and I went, oh, I'd like to write something like sort of like, how Ronnie Van Zant wrote about Saturday Night Special, you know? So that's what it kind of started out as. But unfortunately, and very unfortunately, with all these shootings and stuff going on, it's not about the song. Sometimes people can take it as gun rights. We have the right. It's our Second Amendment. It's with anything. When you get the wrong, sick, twisted mind behind anything, if, if, if anything gets in the wrong hands, that's what Cold Blue Steel is about, is how these people, especially lately, are just, they're just snapping and they're just shooting innocent people and it's just, it's just crazy. So unfortunately, that's what that song's singing about. But I can tell you every night when we sing it, it's hard for me to look the people in the eyes and sing it because I can't stand what the song is inspired by. And it's about, you know, these sick and twisted people that they're finding the answer is to just go harm anybody they can, you know? Do you think that's that's because you guys are maturing as songwriters and getting older? Or, Jeff, do you still want to write about booze and boobs? No, here's the deal. Now, growing older, yes. But growing up, I, I'm like a Toys R Us kid. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Uh, but that's why I act like a kid. But... You know, maturing, I mean, it's just, we like to, we love to write songs. And when we write songs, um, even when grunge came in and all that, we stuck to our roots. So we always stick to our roots. So if you hear a song, it may not be near as popular as what the popular thing's going on, but we stick to our roots and we write songs that are Tesla because that's who we are. And speaking of the new single, Tommy, we have a new single even newer than Cold Blue Steel, and I think it's going to be released but something like August 6th or something like that, and it's called Time to Rock. So hopefully you'll be spinning that for us, too. Oh, God, yes. Hell, with a name like that, Time to Rock? What, are you kidding me, Jeff? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yes, 
Yeah, it's, I think August 6th is the release date. I don't know much about this stuff. I'm just the guy they hand a microphone to, and when they got a riff, I just get my pencil and paper out, you know, write words to it. The best part about it all, I love songwriting, but to get up there and sing it live, one shot through, that's what I love the most. It doesn't have to be good. It just has to be loud. The numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. 11, oh, 11, mostly 11. And then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10. You see, most most blokes are going to be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Tommy Rage. Looking forward to a full album from our friends Tesla, but let's play the first single off their future release. This one, Cold Blue Steel. We were just talking about it here on Rage Record Review. Feel safe and sound. What's the play? 
Now Jeff is going to talk about the difficulties of writing lyrics for songs. Yeah, I always kind of wondered about that. I mean, do they come easy for some people or or not so much? And he's going to talk about the one Tesla song he wishes he could take back and not actually record. When it comes to putting a pen to paper, was there ever, and I, and I know it's going to be hard to think back, but was there ever a song or a riff that you really struggled with finding the right words in, in, the, in the Tesla catalog? Oh, are you kidding? I got copies and stuff in my demo tape box up in the Raptors in my garage that I'll look at someday, songs that never made the cut. And then there were songs where, yes, the rest of the band was really liking it, but I was like, it's, I don't know, it's not, it's not, it's, I'm not finding what I'm comfortable with, because I start off with a melody, and then I write words to it. So, there are songs that, you know, and there's a couple that I wrote that I go, Josh, I'd like to take that back, but that's the beautiful thing about making a record is once you print that thing there ain't no taking it back so. oh yeah give us give us one give us one when you hear it today on the radio or or maybe we're even going to play it you go you know i just wasn't feeling that well i'll tell you one that if i could take back and i don't want to hurt people's feelings because some people might go it's my favorite song but love me come on baby love me i was begging for love but i still it's a great song and people love it but that's one that if I would have went, oh, I wish I wouldn't have been begging for love there on that song. <laughs> but for the most part, hey, every one of them, I can get up there every night and sing them words, and I'm, I believe it in my heart. I believe in love. I believe love will find a way. I believe it's not what you got, it's what you give. Just saying it's the way it is, the way it goes. Um, you know, modern day cowboy, all of them like that. You know, getting better. Uh, I mean, you know, I could get up there every night, 36, 37 years later, and just sing them straight from the heart, and them guys are playing them straight from the heart, and people love it. It doesn't have to be good. It just has to be loud. The numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. 11, oh, 11, mostly 11. And then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not ten. You see, most most blokes, you know, be playing at ten. You're on ten here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on ten on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? I put it up to eleven. Eleven, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make ten louder and make ten be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Tommy Rage. You know, it's really interesting to hear when an artist says, man, I wish I would have done a song differently. Now, through the years, artists can look back and say, you know, this was off our first album and we should have had maybe a different producer or a different sound to it. Maybe there was a little too much of this, a little too much of that. But what kind of surprised me about Jeff's selection of Love Me is that it's a song that's that's on the second side way back when, when you had to flip cassettes over. Yeah, the album came out in 1986. That's that's what I had it on was cassette and so you had to flip it over and Love Me isn't really a well-known song off of Mechanical Resonance although it's a great song and one that I fell in love with way back when when I got the cassette tape so let's give this one a spin it's Love Me from Tesla here on Rage Record Review <clears throat> Thank you. 
Love Me by Tesla. That's one you don't get to hear on the radio very much. Thanks tons, Jeff, for bringing that up for a song that maybe he didn't want to record. Love giving it a spin. We're going to take a time out, but when we come back, we're going to talk about the band's live show at Ho-Chunk Casino that they had earlier in July. We're also going to read some viewer hate mail, as well as talking with Jeff about the famous five-man acoustical jam and how that actually happened. More with Jeff Keith from Tesla coming up next. Keep it here. It doesn't have to be good. It just has to be loud. The numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, mostly 11. And then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10. You see, most most blokes are going to be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Uh, put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Tommy Rage. Tesla puts on a killer, killer live show. One of the great things I always love about their live shows, yeah, they throw in the brand new single that everyone's kind of curious on how it will sound like live. And let's face it, many bands don't get a chance to play, you know, certain songs out on the road. But overall, Tesla puts on the best, greatest hits live show that I've really ever seen. They play all the hits, including this one, Heaven's Trail, No Way Out, here on Rage Record Review. Nothing 
Now Jeff's going to talk about getting back on stage and how it's just like riding a bike and working with Def Leppard when Tesla first started out. Now, here's one for you, Jeff. Does it okay. take a few shows for you guys to get in a groove? I've heard several bands going, you know, when we do a run and we do like 20, 30 shows, sometimes it takes a few shows. Or are you guys so natural and so tight as a band that you don't need any warm-up shows? Well, you know what, Tommy, we do. If we've had like a two or three month break, we'll get together for a couple rehearsals. But really, for the, for the most part, even if you go, oh gosh, we haven't played that song in quite a while, you just get up and you start going through it, don't think about it, and it's like riding a bicycle, you know? You get on it and it's like you never really forget how to ride a bicycle or something, you know? So sometimes things can be a little rusty when we start off, but give it a show or two and everything's just right in place, you know? Yeah, that's that's what I love, especially when you go to a Tesla show. And when it comes to putting yeah. on live shows, you were talking about Motley Crue. Those guys are out on tour with uh, Def Leppard and Poison. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys have worked previously with Phil Cullen from Def Leppard. Am I right about that? Yeah, we did it. We did a record. What was it, about two years ago? Uh, Shock, and Phil Cullen came in, and we just followed his lead. And we had a great time doing it. Just Phil's such a great guy. He's so good, knows what he's doing and all that. And we went into Brian Wheat's studio and, and made that record shock with Phil Collins. And it was one of the greatest experiences ever. Oh, I wow. bet. So Poison, Def Leppard, and Motley Crue. Somewhere in your mind, Jeff, there has to be a story about you touring with one of those great bands that's just got to be hilarious. Oh, hilarious. Oh, there's a lot of hilarious <laughs> but, you know, With Def Leppard, you see, they took us out for the Hysteria Tour. 14 months. We started off over in the UK and over in Europe, and we did 14 months in the round that means the stage in the center of the arena and it was so awesome and they just let us have they were they're our big brothers they said do anything you want go anywhere on the stage you want and what they taught us was when you're a headliner and you've got an opening band because a lot of times certain certain bands or people will go cut them on the sound cut them on this so we can be bigger when we get up there Def Leppard didn't do that. They, their attitude was, we want the entire evening to be great. You guys do whatever you want. We're not going to turn things down. We're not going to let you not go here and there. They just, just, just let us just be free-willed. And you know what? That was that has to be my favorite tour we ever went on was with Def Leppard hysteria, 14 months. And they're our big brothers. It doesn't have to be good. It just has to be loud. The numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, and mostly 11. And then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is that any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10. You see, most, most blokes are going to be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Tommy Rage. 
I was about 15 years old when I heard the band's debut album, Mechanical Resonance. It was played for me by a friend who played guitar, and day in and day out when I'd be hanging out with him, he would attempt to play this song and kind of learn the whole the whole beautiful guitar intro to it. Years later, he ended up telling me that he got a customized license plate that said Little Susie, spelled exactly the way the band did it. He was such a big fan, and so was I early on. And I've seen the song played live. Absolutely love it. This is Little Susie by Tesla here on Rage Record Review.
Time now for this week's edition of Rage Record Review, Hate Mail. Here comes the hate mail, what should I do? Here comes the hate mail, send it on through. Here comes the hate mail, what should I do? Here comes the hate mail, send it on through. This week's hate mail, and if you want to send us a hate mail, please feel free to do so. You can reach out to me at RagesRecordReview at Yahoo.com. Drop us an email. We'd love to hear from you, especially David. Now, David had a problem with the show we ran a couple weeks ago with the band Artifice. David writes in, Hey, guys, I was looking forward to winning tickets to the Artifice show. However, your show ran on Sunday, and the show was Saturday. True. David, true. I I feel really bad for you that I'm sorry you didn't get a chance to go to the show. I heard it was an absolute killer show from an up-and-coming band called Artifice. But let's be completely honest now. We're a syndicated show, okay? We air nationwide. Do you understand? Nationwide. Which means that when we say we're giving tickets away, some kid in Kalamazoo living in his mom's basement, much like you are, pal, can't get tickets to shows that are in our area. Hello, the Janesville area, okay? So if you really want to win tickets to some of these, here's what you should do, okay? Write this down. Grab a pencil and a paper, okay? I know it's the old-fashioned way, but you seem a little slow, okay? Okay, write this down. Follow us on Facebook at Rage's Record Review. Hit the like button. If you need someone to, to tell you what that button is, kind of have someone, you know, show you where that's at when you're not too busy looking at, you know, creepy ass porn, go right ahead. Because what you can do then is you can follow us and find out how you win the free tickets and save yourself the energy from having to write into us and get really mad when our show plays and you can't hear it. Okay? Hope that helps, David. Here comes the hate mail. What should I do? Here comes the hate mail. Send it on through. Here comes the hate mail. What should I do? Here comes the hate mail. Send it on through. A few years back, Tesla came out with an album called Five-Man Acoustical London Jam. Yes, it is a play on the five-man acoustical jam. It was recorded at Abbey Road in London. We got to talk about that album and how Jeff was the one who brought the song Signs to the band, which ended up being their biggest single of all time. More now with Jeff from Tesla. So speaking of fond memories, one of the fondest memories I ever had was five-man acoustical jam. And in 2020, you guys took it over to London to do at Abbey Road. Tell people a little bit about that. Oh, my gosh. To be in Abbey Road Studios was like, oh, my gosh. It was the greatest thing. And it was like, what, the 30-year anniversary for five-man uh, acoustical jam. And, yeah, it was, I can say it, it was magical being in them in that studio doing a live recording it was so great we just had a we just had the best time and we had the best time making five men uh acoustical jam too that was an accident really yeah tell people i know jeff you and i have talked about this tell people i mean because the london one i'm assuming had to be really planned out as opposed to the one that happened like 30 years ago am i right about that correct correct now so what happened was we were on we 
did a thing. We got an award called the Bammies, the Bay Area Music Awards. And we played a couple songs acoustically for that. Well, then we were going out, we went out on a tour with Motley Crue, and Motley Crue had, in five different cities, they had prior commitment. So um, we said, hey, let's find a club in that city that'll let us play our songs acoustically. So we did that. We all picked a song. And of course, Signs is a song that I, I grew up in Oklahoma uh, hearing. And when everybody picked a song and they, they said, hey, Jeff, what song do you want to do? I go, there's a song called Signs I heard in Oklahoma. And they go, well, we never heard it get a copy. This is in cassette days. And I went, I don't know where to get a copy of that. And a friend of mine that knew I was looking for it found me the 45 record. So we learned that song, right? So we play, and we play our songs differently and stuff in these clubs. And it was feeling so good. Some of the guys went, hey, we should get a 24-track mobile truck in here and record this, get five cameras, because this is in the MTV days. Uh, but just get five cameras. And we recorded that show, forgot about it. It was on a shelf at Geffen Records. Me and Frank and Tommy went to a radio station up in Boston, played signs acoustically live in the phones. You know, when there's real phones on the desk and on the wall, they started ringing off the hook. Geffen Record goes, we got a whole night of this. They tried to get us to replay stuff and re-sing stuff. We said, no, we're not going to do it. Either use it the way it is, live, or don't. And they went, all right, well, we won't, but you're going to regret this. Then they came back and said, we need you to replay this or re-sing this. And we said, ain't going to do it. I thought we already shelved this thing. They ended up putting it out into our biggest record to date for sales, two million records it sold. And people, I think what they enjoyed about it the most is what we enjoyed about it was it was live from start to finish. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us, Jeff. You betcha, Tommy. It doesn't have to be good. It just has to be loud. The numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. 11, 11, mostly 11. And then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is that any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10. You see, most, most blokes, you know, be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Uh, put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Tommy Rage. Yeah, we've all heard the Signs 5-Man Acoustical Jam version. Got a ton of airplay, their biggest single to date. But let's do one off their album that they came out with from the 5-Man Acoustical London Jam, Abbey Road rendition of Signs here on Rage Record Review. And the sign says long-haired bigot people need not Breaking my mind Do this, don't do that Can't you read the sign? 
have a membership card to get inside. I said, uh. Everybody welcome, come in and kneel down and pray But when they pass around I played the end of it out And I didn't have a penny to pay So I got me a pen and a paper And I made up my own little sign I said thank you Lord for thinking about me I'm alive, I'm doing fine Wow, signs, signs, everybody signs Rocking up the city, we're breaking my mind Do this, don't do that Signs, the band's hit single, originally off their five-man acoustical jam. This one, the London version, recorded at Abbey Road. I bet that was quite the experience to get to sit around Abbey Road with a bunch of friends and fans and record Signs. Such a great sound to it. Does sound a little bit different from the original, but as we were talking with Jeff earlier in the show, the original was something that, you know, the record labels didn't really want to put out at first. I'm glad Tesla stuck to their guns when it came to releasing that and kind of fought the record label because it sounds absolutely great the way it was released and the way they kind of just do the music that they want to do their way. Cold Blue Steel, the latest single from the band, and as Jeff was telling us, they've got an album planned coming up a little bit later on in the year. We'll keep you posted about that so we can have Jeff back on the show and the band's dropping a brand new single coming up. It's funny, I've met Jeff a couple different times and Jeff doesn't really concern himself with the particulars in the record industry. He's just like, you know what? I just want to go out there and rock. That's really all I want to do. And he's really good at it too. The guy's been able to maintain his voice throughout the decades. So if you get a chance to see them, didn't get a chance most recently at Ho-Chunk, although they are going to be stopping by Wisconsin a few more times coming up. So head out to the band's website uh, so you can follow and make sure you get a chance to see those guys live. We would love if you were to follow us here at Rage's Record Review, head out to our Facebook page at Rage Record Review. Hit the like and follow button so you get all of our updates. If you want to subscribe to that page, that's going to be absolutely sweet on you. I do post and share a few on my own, but let's face it, you know, I, I'm an idiot. So, you know, I'm like Jeff. I just want to be a, a Toys R Us kid and never really grow up. So do us a solid and follow us on Rage Record Review on Facebook. A big shout out to Jeff Keefe from Tesla. A big shout out to you, our listeners, no matter where you are. And just remember, you can check us out next week, same time, same channel, and always rock and rage on, my friends. It doesn't have to be good. It just has to be loud. The numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. 11, 11, mostly 11. Amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not ten, 
see, most most blokes you know be playing at ten. You're on ten here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on ten on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere. Exactly. What we do is, if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to eleven. Eleven. Exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make ten louder and make ten be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to eleven. Tommy Rage.